TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. This hour of the Mark Reardon Show is sponsored by Gamma Tree Experts. Your trees deserve the best care. Call Gamma Tree Experts. We have Susan News coming up here, second hour of the Mark Reardon Show. Also, a little later in this hour, um, well, actually, Hayes will be here at 425, not Alex. Alex and Hayes usually come in from Y98, but Alex is on the road, so Hayes will come in. We have Ilya Shapiro from the Manhattan Institute talking about some of the Supreme Court cases and Phil Holloway and an audio cut of the day in the next hour. Look who's back this afternoon. I think I guilted him into coming back. Fred Buttonheimer over there, ladies and gentlemen. Back yeah. from New York, you rarely, I've worked with Fred for what now, 16 years, you've rarely taken even a week off at a time over the course of the uh, history that I have with you, and you, you were off last Wednesday until today, right? Right, right. Supposed Congratulations, to be today. Fred. Supposed to be today, but I came in Yeah, anyway. why are you here? Did I guilt you into it because <laughs> yeah, I talked about you yesterday? Yeah, you guilted me into it, I didn't right. really mean to do that, <laughs> sincerely. I've, I've encouraged you for years, you can verify this, take your days, right? I will, I will. You will, okay, but, but Fred, not, not when it inconveniences me. Just remember yeah, that. Take, take say, those days when other people are here, like Fred, Brad Young. Uh, we might pay you to not take a vacation for that long again. Yeah. Abby and I have a fund going. Yeah. Well, yes. Fred, how was it? it First was of all, we really missed you while you were gone. Oh, thanks. Yes. Thanks. And you uh, went to Manhattan. I uh, went to Manhattan, uh, stayed at a Midtown Hotel, the Hilton Midtown, for a couple days. I bet that and, was cheap. Um, it was right on the <laughs> on the route of the Macy's Day Parade. Oh, that's right. awesome. That, that, so was that was part great. of the reason you went, right? Yeah, it was on your right. wife's bucket list and to see it. the thing I learned while I was there was that the word bucket list came up like in every one sentence to that see was the waiting parade? to see the parade. Oh, Everyone that was there yeah. for a bucket list. Did you but see Mizzou packed. go by and yep, did cheer yep. and stuff? They came by. When they went past us, they were in that drum roll, steady drum roll, you know, for like all the way passes. I didn't hear any music. I just heard them doing their drum beat as they went by. But they uh, but did like great. I saw Cheryl Crow had tweeted about them because they did a Cheryl Crow song oh, uh, when they were cool. playing on the parade route. So she blasted out a tweet. Yeah, so so that was great to see them. I cheered. Somebody did the M I Z chant. So Aww. that was kind of cool. Um but the parade was amazing. I saw two like Hollywood things going on in New York City. I guess they're New York things. Saw a taping of or witnessed them taping Law and Order. Oh, that's on a street awesome! Side, that is so awesome. Alongside but one of the streets, not, not so unlike the actual show Law and Order in all the spinoffs, where you can pretty much see that twenty four hours a day on a cable network. You probably could see Law and Order being filmed twenty four hours a day in New York City. Man. There were a lot of police everywhere. That's and cool, especially in the subways. I had no that's fears good. in yeah. the subways. There wasn't one oh, good. odd time that I felt at risk. 
Okay. Uh, it was just generally a, a really nice experience in the subway. Did, did you go, um, and you sent me a couple of pictures, so I think the answer to this is affirmative, but you went on Wednesday to see some of the balloons filled up as well, right? Yeah, yeah. We went there, saw it um, the day before. They were all, you know, several blocks of them. And, you know, they were all deflated, and you can watch them all be inflated. That was really, really cool. Fred, thing. what was the other Hollywood thing? You got the oh, law yeah. and order. I saw um, they were filming a Netflix movie Ooh. starring Kira Sedgwick. Oh, I love up. her. It's called uh, Bad Shabbos. I think it's a, a Jewish Shabbos. sort of. Okay. Yeah, it's an inner interfaith couple get together. Kanye West is in that, too, with Nick Fuentes. <laughs> Stop. He was there, yeah. Uh, but then I actually saw her. They were taping on the street. So I was across the street from that. I got to see that part of it. Uh, oh, that's so that cool. Was kinda, did did you see Kira? Was she out there walking yeah. around? That's mm-hmm. awesome, Fred. Yeah. Uh, where did you end up eating for Thanksgiving? Uh, a great Cuban restaurant called Victor's. Okay, so how was that experience? That was really good. Um, I, I didn't have... No beans. Um, no pork. I... I no, I think one of the dishes had pork in it. Okay. Um, but it was very, very filling, very delightful. It was a very fancy restaurant. Ooh. So so that was good. Look at the I think my best numbers. meal might have been at, in Chinatown. And that was our yeah. cheapest restaurant. <sighs> you know, we had like everybody's meal cost $2.35. He sent me a picture of that meal. I like food pictures. It looked awesome. Oh. We, we stayed in Brooklyn for the second half in a brownstone I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, that's neat. And, and, and so it was deep into Brooklyn. It took a while to get there by by subway, um, and we ate at Rocco's Pizza oh, that's on the corner. Great. Went to the bodega on the corner, so got a taste of uh, Brooklyn life. I think I went to Rocco's Pizza. Did you? Yeah, really? I think Norbert took me there when I was there to <sighs> see my fair lady. It was really awesome. good. You know, he was kind of Norbert Leo Butts, Steve Butts's brother, two time uh, Tony Award Tony. winner. He was in the well, Netflix show. What the heck was that called? Anyway. Uh, he was telling me because I never had gone to Brooklyn until that last trip to New York, and that's just an amazing place compared to what it was ten years ago. I mean, the renovations and the way that Brooklyn is thriving right now. Yeah, but Rocco's Pizza has all the pictures of all the celebrities and everything right. you know, that bought the pizza. Well, this was one of a neighborhood once. This was Rocco's Three. Oh, okay. So this was a spinoff. Okay, but it but might be the one that I was right. was that actually. So, so it was that good was pizza. that was really cool. And did you see a show or not? Um, the boys. My two sons went to see Hamilton, so and great. Marie and I went to see the Rockettes. Love it. So that that was really good. A MoMA, we went to the Museum of Modern Art. Oh. That was great because I could see all the uh, Van Goghs, you know. Did you deface uh, them? Picassos. In, in, did, you plas- did you paste your hand to the Van Goghs in protest of climate change, Fred? You should have done that. No, he did uh, not. No, but I was looking to see if there were people <laughs> around that looked like they were likely suspects. But no. No. No, there was a guard standing by each one, but I don't really know what they would do. Um, wow. But the crowds, lots of people standing around it. I, like I couldn't find this, the Van Gogh Starry Night, and I walked around. And then when you finally come to the room that has it, because there's everybody standing in front of it. Sure, it was pretty obvious where you were. Well, good. Well, welcome back. We're Thank you. Certainly glad that you're back, and don't ever take that much time off again, please. <laughs> These allegations are deeply concerning. Does the president have any comment? We're not going to comment. It's not clear messaging. No, 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 no. And now Sue's news. Brought to you by Sue. Oh, Fred, we did miss you. Uh, okay, we're going to jump into some music here because 45 years ago today, Mark, in 1977, and they still play this. Gosh, we're probably playing it on KZK. David Bowie performed a duet with Bing Crosby on his Christmas special. They told me, 
I think I have vague recollection of this. I, oh, the well, they play the heck out of it. On, no, I mean just like the television appearance. Oh, I think I remember part. this as a kid. I think that I, you know how you you can't sometimes tell whether it's been implanted in your brain from hearing and seeing the video 8,000 right. times, but I remember being in pajamas and up late, and my dad loved Bing Crosby, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if I saw this as a kid. I love it. That's quite, that is quite the pairing when you think about it, right? Yes. It was kind of shocking back, well, not shocking, but you thought, wow. That was their little version of Little Drummer Boy. Okay, now 40 years ago, 40 years ago, in 1982, Michael Jackson released Thriller. It is still the best-selling album of all time. But when I looked it up, I thought, hey, was Billie Jean the first single they released? Nope, it's this. Well, oh, she hit the post, too. Did you yeah, notice that? Very nice job, Sue Thomas. There's some radio experience for you. You know, I was going to actually say, and you picked The Girl Is Mine, but that makes sense Yeah. Now. Okay. Yeah, because I thought... Abby, you like that one? Is that one of your favorite Michael Jackson? I don't think I heard it until today. <laughs> it, was, it was a big hit. I don't did, know how high it went up. I'll tell you how high. You guys, the first single was The Girl Is Mine. It made it to number two on the Billboard 100. And then he released Billie Jean, and then the whole thing just yeah, went to went complete nuts. insanity. It's just nuts, right? Yeah. But did you remember this was the first single? No, I, had, I, I don't remember this is the first single, but I remember this is my first year in radio, basically. It was 1981, 1982, playing music. So I remember playing these songs over and over and over again. But that was, you know, that was an amazing time in music because it was the start of MTV and Thriller, yes. I think, fueled MTV and vice versa. For sure it did. Oh, my gosh, yes. Now, I've got this next story, kind of with Fred in mind, too, but it's also the holidays. But, Fred, part of what you saw was in Central Park, part of the place where they filmed Elf, right? Yeah, yeah. You walk past this past this area in the park where I, it could have been any part of the park. But when, you know, my family said, hey, that's where they did Elf, it's like, oh, yeah, I guess so. That's so, kind of yeah. cool. Well. If you remember the scene in Elf where Will Ferrell has the spaghetti breakfast and he covers it in candy and maple syrup. It's the best. <laughs> you can now enjoy some yourself because they have a new meal kit of that coming out next week. Not that you need one, but Warner Brothers has teamed up with HelloFresh. And you'll be able to order the kit, the uh, kits at HelloFreshElfSpaghetti.com. Now that starts on Monday. Each one is 15 bucks and makes two full servings of Buddy the Elf spaghetti. Kits include everything you need. Pasta, marshmallows, various types of candy, maple syrup, chocolate syrup, chocolate cereal, and generic chocolate frosted Pop-Tarts. It is a little surprising that it took <laughs> this long to actually make something like that, quite I honestly, totally because that's agree. such a, an awesome scene in that movie. Um, was this the year that we lost Jimmy Kahn? Or was it last year? It was recent, oh, right? I think it might have been last year. I'll look it well, up. you look that up. I'll go They'll sell out fast, though, um, but you do have more than one chance to buy. They're making a limited number available each day, Monday through Friday. They go on sale at 12.25 p.m. Eastern with a max of two kits per purchase. That's how much they expect this to wow. blow up. Yeah, he just died in July, July 6th. Oh, so I it was take it back. I'm sorry. That, that is such a, a fantastic movie. Yes. I love Elf. You're not Santa. 
You smell like beef and cheese. There's so many great lines from Will Ferrell. It's it's just awesome. Uh, there is a okay. Anybody watch Netflix recently? I Anyone? Have. You have? Yeah. Well, last week I did. Did you see this? The ad for Wednesday? That's all over the place. Well, Abby's been talking about this a lot. I have not I have. seen this. Have I've you heard s- about have it. Have you watched it? I watched all of it in two days. Oh. Yep. Okay. Okay. All of it. It's not a movie. This is a... No, it's a It's, it's a, a limited show. series. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, the Netflix limited series based on the character, of course, from the Addams Family broke the Stranger Things record for most viewed English-speaking movie in a week. It was viewed, uh, this includes Abby, of course, 341.2 million hours. And it uh, just debuted on November the 23rd. This is directed by Tim Burton, and it's about Wednesday at Nevermore Academy. It's kind of considered a comedy horror show. Is that about right, Abby? Yeah, a little mystery crime solving in there, too. Okay. Uh, Wednesday is trying to, uh, well, that's pretty much what she said. Jenny Ortega's in it, Christina Ricci, and uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones. What is Catherine Zeta-Jones in it? Do you know? Can you say? What is she Without in being it? a She's spoiler? She's like the, the headmistress. Ah, okay, yeah. okay. It scores, by the way, 88% average audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes or no, Abby? Should we watch it? Uh, I think everyone should watch it. It was really good. Here, okay, the streaming numbers are fascinating to me because you're telling me that, that this new show that we hadn't even heard about until today has better streaming numbers than Stranger Things that is had correct. even in its last couple of first seasons? First week. Oh, in the first week. Yeah. That, that's crazy it is crazy but i've seen that why is that abby explain that to me what am i missing why is there such a connection it's to that it's kind of been really popular on tiktok and social media ah, there you go there TikTok. It so it's, it's trended and so it's very popular with people my age and and, it, and we they, binge watch they released it over the holidays smart 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 yes. yeah so so if you want to try it give it a shot it's gonna it's a, supposed to be great and finally at sue's news we have today's random fact uh, i have so many okay each year, Americans buy enough plastic film to shrink wrap Texas, and it can rarely be recycled because it clogs machinery. So next time you think, just uh, something to consider. I'm not saying, ooh, you can't buy it anymore. But so plastic film? Plastic film, like a like a like saran, saran wrap. Saran. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> It'll just gunk up the thing, and then they can't move it. And that's it for Sue's News. We'll go out with, uh, you know, the other thing I forgot about this song, I don't think we mentioned, one of the reasons this was maybe the first song and a big hit is this was with Paul McCartney. Yeah. Not the most upbeat from the record. We're back with more 97.1 FM Talk on a Wednesday afternoon on St. Louis's home for conservative talk. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Well, Alex, um, 
ditched on us today. We have Hayes from Y98. Alex all of a sudden decided he needed to take a road trip to his alma mater at the University of Indiana to see a basketball game tonight. But I can't blame him because he got a last-minute invite, and he drove up with Tom Ackerman from KMOX this afternoon. So good for him. How are you, Hayes? I'm doing wonderful, man. I have. I always put like a list together of things that I want to talk to you guys about, and I, I yeah. have that list. And I said to uh, Hayes, Sue, you had stepped out of the studio. I said, I got all these things. I'm not exactly sure, you know, which direction I'm going to go. And he just simply says, "Well, it's the last day of November, and there is something to that because your point in saying that is, what the hell happened in November, right? Like gone. My the year. St- what happened to the year? Everything. My son. Just, I just. I have a teenager as of Thanksgiving Day. Oh my! Oh, Do you really? Wow. Yes. He, uh, my son Cooper just uh, turned thirteen. Where does that put him in eighth grade, ninth grade? Where is uh, that? He's or, in seventh. Seventh right grade. Okay. Mm-hmm. Going I'm into not eighth. Good at that. Right. Yeah. Crazy. That that does seem to make an impression on you, doesn't it? It, it just is. But the thing that, that I related to when you said that is, you, I do this every once in a while, we have a pretty busy stretch. You know, we're in the middle of the Tree of Hope campaign. I have some responsibilities this weekend. Um, are you a whiskey guy at all? Yeah. So they do this great event, Whiskey in the Winter, and um, it's at the Hyatt this Friday night, and I do some work with them. I don't drink, but I go yeah. down and do some video work for the event. Um, my friend Amit and the gang from Synergy put it on. It's really spectacular. I don't even Amit, think you get yeah. tickets. No, right. Now, I think Synergy. tickets. Yeah, I think tickets are sold out. So I have that. I have the um, Sue. Do you ever do five Ks or anything like that? Yeah, sure. They have the hot chocolate <laughs> run. Well, you, it's I know a you, fun one. I know that you do. You cycle, but I didn't know if you ever did any kind of runs well, or anything. I like haven't that. in a while. The hot chocolate is particularly fun because they give you stuff along the way. Right. So what I do is I don't run. Um, I show up and I do, I do announcements. And so I'm the guy when you're crossing the finish line on Sunday morning that's encouraging you to you know finish oh, fast. And I read, really? I read the times out and all the sponsor announcements. I kind of love that. You've probably announced me and I had no idea. I, I might have, but I bring it up because so I got that on Friday, I got that on yeah. Sunday, I got things next week. We got Killmead coming into town. We got the Jack Buck Awards. So I'm looking at the old calendar today and I'm thinking, holy crap! Like Christmas is going to be here. Before we know it, Soon. because there's only a couple weeks left here, mm-hmm. which is a little shocking. Well, I had to try to figure out, okay, when am I going to take some vacation? But I'm like, I need to get that in yesterday because it's going to be here before you know it. Like, oh, I can take so on- you're one of those guys that holds back to the end of the year. Not really. Doesn't do any planning. No, I just don't because I just try to get to see my family this right. time of year because my family's in Wichita, Kansas on my mom's side. My dad's in Branson, so I went down and saw him over Thanksgiving. So I got that out of the way. and Not that I got out of the way, but I was able to see him. And sure. I'm going to try to make it back home, and there's just not enough time and things going on. But no, I'm taking I off it. that last week. So Hayes told the great story, remember, Sue, a couple weeks ago. It was after Wednesday. I think we did it on Thursday about voting for the first time, which was amazing. Oh, it was wonderful. inspirational, and it was um, something that you – I know you were very proud of, and your dad was, and you actually shared that segment with him, with your dad, right? Yeah, yeah. I actually just did over Thanksgiving yeah. break, and he shared it with all his friends, and uh, he calls them the old fogies <laughs> down at the coffee shop there in Brants and at Clockers. Of course, that's where they hang See, out. this is where, by the way, <laughs> I, know that, I, I know that like Fox does this every once in a while, but that seems like it would be a great place for Fox, CNN, you know, anybody in the media that's in New York or in Los Angeles that never comes to this part of the country mm-hmm. to go to Clockers down in Branson, sit around with your dad and some other people and find out what they're talking about, what they're thinking about. 100 percent. And I'm telling you what, people think Branson, I haven't been there in a while. They think, you know, Andy Williams back in the day. Great. Uh, rest his soul and all that. But they've really livened it up and try to cater to the younger generations ah. and families. There are so many different things being built there and attractions for the younger generation. That's so if it's good not, to know. And it, the thing is, my dad always says they need to bring in, you know, 
bigger acts because mm. people like like Vegas, you know, and they've just Johnny Morris just built that big outdoor venue there, the Bass Pro outdoor venue there off Table Rock. Just had Garth Brooks there. Wow. Right. So bring... No, that yeah. was a huge deal. Bigger names. Big names. I, I've always been one to make fun of uh, Branson. I have some family, and I've, I've lost some of these members of the family. My uncle Cliff just died recently, but he and his um, family would come down to Branson all the time from the Chicago area. Mm-hmm. And it was just never... Well, I, I went there one time when I was, I think, 20 years old with an old girlfriend who was from that area. Right. And I had never gone back until the pandemic year of 2020. And this is what happened. We had a trip out west planned. And because of COVID, everything kind of got shuffled around. And my wife is trying to salvage a a vacation for Alexa and Mm -hmm. all of us to do something in the summer. And she brings up the B word. And I I started referring to it as just Table Rock Lake. I couldn't bring myself (laughs) to, to say the B word. Now, having said that, it, it was it was fine. I mean, there's a lot. Look, the golf courses are spectacular Amazing. down there. So I had not really been exposed to that area in a long time. You have these things in your mind. Uh, I'm sure this is true of, of other places that you might not think you want to visit. It still probably isn't my jam, but I can understand why people go there. I and Table Rock's awesome. The lake is really amazing. Since the 80s. Mm-hmm. So everything you're saying to me, I'm like, wow, okay. Well, te- I, it had been since the 80s for yeah. me. It really had been. Yeah. They're tearing down like all the old, you know, show places and making bigger attractions, outdoor attractions, roller coasters. It's just more of a family friendly rather than going to see the bald knobbers. <laughs> is that real? So it is. Knobbers. It is. Oh so my, my boys. So I, you know, I was married previously and my kids who are 25 and 22. This is maybe another reason that I didn't go. But their mom would drag them down there every year. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't be something they would be particularly excited about, especially as they got older, to see yeah. the bald numbers. But it was, you know, it was a family tradition. Like, oh, did, we're going to Branson again. Did, right. did Yakov Shmirnov oh, yeah. have a, that, That's oh, yeah. what I remember, because we saw him once, a friend of mine and I, uh, not at the show. He was up here at the California Pizza Kitchen at the Galleria oh. having dinner, and he was <laughs> <laughs> with his family. That's awesome. And I said, is that... Is that Yakov uh, Shmirnov? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, they have, he has a place in Branson, yeah. right? Yeah, he's still alive. And, yeah, he's still alive. Okay. Yeah, he still has it. I think they moved. He had some other shows in there. It's not just What his. about Soji Tabuchi? Yep. All I know is that his bathroom was supposed to be like stellar, right? Soji yep. Tabuchi. That's awesome. Uh, but back to Yakov, do you know he used to date Brooke Shields? Are you kidding me? Fun fact. Uh, I don't know what's happening there, but that's like, <laughs> right? what? Wow, okay. that is an interesting fact. Fun fact there for you today. Wow. <laughs> Yakov Smirnov used to be like in the eighties. He was a kind big of a big deal. deal, right? He was on the that's Tonight Show, was. wasn't he on the Tonight Show all the time? And yeah. you know, made appearances elsewhere. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, you you know, <laughs> there are worse places to go, and I do love that part of Missouri. Really, it's is just beautiful. beautiful. It, it is. My yeah. dad lives right there in Tanacomo, so it goes Beaver Lake in Arkansas. Then the, the dam pours into Table Rock. Oh. Table Rock pours into Tanacomo, which is that lake on the Branson Landing. Oh, so I didn't know that. It's almost stacked up like that. That's how it is. You're learning a lot of new I things know. today. I know. Beaver Lake is gorgeous. Been there since I was probably three years old with my parents. That's where we go every summer. That so. is neat. Yep. Mm-hmm. Everything you ever wanted to know about Branson, <laughs> that we're afraid to ask with Hayes from Y98 this afternoon. You. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate it, actually. So does that mean you have to go to Kansas for Christmas? Is that what you're doing? Going to Wichita, Kansas to see the fam there, and it's a good miss. I always say it's a good miss. It's I miss it and then I come is that back. where you did you grew up there like when you were really a kid young yep until i was 21 and got oh, into radio okay yep, but you worked in, you went back there and worked in radio too didn't you yeah i went when to austin went back for six months and six months and haven't lived there since but like i said it's a good miss and i get back there in the holidays to see so we don't talk sports Mom. very much but i have to bring this up just because it was kind of amazing last night um 
I was kind of going over this with Sue earlier. So I'm, you know, I went to Mizzou. I spent 10 years on the press table with Norm Stewart when he was the coach, when Mizzou was in their heyday from Mm -hmm. 19, I started covering them in 87 to about 96 when I moved here. And I have strong allegiances to the Tigers and I love, you know, the university and the sports program. I think that the administration has made some mistakes over the years. Sure. So I wouldn't suggest uh, donating large amounts of money until they fix (laughs) some of that stuff. But the basketball program is always frustrating to me because it was so good in the past. And then Quinn Snyder came in, he destroyed the program. And then Mm -hmm. it's had little periods where it's been pretty good and then really, really bad. But they went into Wichita last night and they beat the Shockers in overtime. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Of course I did. I saw like friends and family post it. So here's the thing. Long story short of growing up in sports in Wichita. We, the Kansas City Chiefs were always Missouri's team, the Royals, Missouri's team. So we had KU, really, or K-State. The Shockers weren't that great back in no, the day. No, back so then they weren't. Uh, right. I don't want to admit it on the radio, big KU fan here. But the Shockers got their stuff together until the coach made messed up. <laughs> you heard all that mess. Yeah, what was his, man, he was one of the best coaches and out then, there, too. Boom. And then he had, blew yeah, that. Me too. was it Me Too moments or abusive Abusive stuff in the players, locker room. Think, right? Yeah. But Greg anyway, McDermott, no. wasn't yeah. that it? That's it. Yeah. Wow. Uh, well, they do have a great program, but it was nice to see Mizzou getting the upset win on the road mm-hmm. last night. All right. A couple things I was going to toss out to you here. And th- we don't have to do politics here. We can just do sort of pronunciation. But I thought this was interesting. We'll just get reaction. I won't even set it up. I'll just play it here. President Biden met with three U.S. winners of the 2022 Nobel Prize, Dr. Caroline Bertozzi, who won the Nobel Prize in Chemistry, Dr. John Clauser, who won the Nobel Prize in Physics, and Dr. Douglas Diamond, who won the Nobel Prize in Economic Sciences. Anything jump out there from, um, from KJP? That was KJP, Karine Jean-Pierre in the press room there. Do we call it Nobel instead of Nobel I now? I think it's what's Nobel. And it, yeah. what, what's, Nobel. Yeah. But what's interesting about that is, like, I can understand someone reading that from a script and saying Nobel one time. Oh, yes. I've been there. We've all been there. Right, exactly. totally But been then there. you kind of correct yourself and you go with the proper... Um, pronunciation, but Alfred Noble is apparently rolling in his grave right now because of that pronunciation. But that that's just kind of an example of things that happen every day in the press room. I think it's just... <laughs> They've put see, they they've put some great montages together. You know, people have a lot of time on their hands out there on the, you know, social media world, and they put montages together yeah. of all the things that she, um, you know, she said <laughs> incorrectly. All right, here's another question for you. Here, do you use? And I think we all do. Maybe I don't know, Sue, if you do, you use Venmo a lot. Yeah, I do. I, I do for my person who cuts the grass and for the person who cuts my hair. Right, I do that mm-hmm. for the person who cuts my hair as well. And then you know, uh, Hayes, you got. Uh, Plenty of tattoos. Tattoo artists that's take Venmo. That's who I right. was going to just say. Oh, that's right. funny. But just I, boom. There so I bring it up because, and this is going to be somewhat controversial. Now, there's some nuance to this, and I'll explain it here in just a second. But um, you know how they're going to hire these 87,000 IRS agents? One of the things that they're going to start cracking down on is yeah. they are going to require, and who's going to do this, right? Although if you get audited, they're going to take a look at it. You have to fill out a form 1099-K if you have any payments on Venmo over six hundred dollars yeah. for like gig work. Now, look, I I have a, a handyman that I've sent money to. So the one thing that I'm confused about, and by the way, it used to be at least two hundred transactions totaling an aggregate of at least twenty thousand dollars. I don't know how anyone would really keep track of that. People who do business on Venmo would have to, I guess, right? Yeah, you have to. Otherwise, you're going to, you know, probably 
have to pay taxes. But does that mean that if I pay someone or is it only the people receiving the money? It sounds like it would only be the people receiving the money. Receiving. Right? Yeah. Yeah, because they're, they're the ones not paying taxes on it. It says the rule does not apply to non-commercial payments. So if you go out to dinner with a group of friends and you're trying to cover them or, you know, I've, I've sent Rick in Vegas money for tickets, for sure. concert tickets. So he's going to have some Venmo transactions that were over $600. Um, so... I don't know how they're going to – so if you – think about that. If you have the $600 payment for something, they're going to want to know what it is. So if you get audited, you're going to have to go through and say, hey, that's the uh, time that Mark paid me for concert tickets? But how do they know? See, that's how he has me rename things, like oh. my particular tattoo oh. artist. It's like drinks and we are like cheers because who knows where we went and who knows how Oh, so he's oh. totally evading taxes that way. <laughs> yeah. I get it. Thank you. You don't want to mention his name or he'll no, have the IRS no. agent swoop down upon him. Nowhere you. here in Missouri, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I I get it, okay, because if you are someone who is mainly paid on Venmo, and let's say you're the hairstylist, right, and Mm -hmm. you're you're invoicing people and you're getting paid, well, you could easily avoid pretty much all taxes. But couldn't you do that in the past anyway if you're getting cash? Yeah, cash under the table, right? Getting paid under the table. Which, by the way, is why I'm in favor and always have been and will probably never get there to more of a form of a consumption tax. I'm Mm. I'm a fan of paying taxes when you, like a user tax. I like tollways. If if you want to go on the tollway, you pay to use the tollway, right? Mm -hmm. If you don't, well, then you can use, you don't always have those options. Like Chicago would be a good example. You're kind of forced to use the tollways. But in other places, you do have some options. But um, user taxes seemingly because you got it. Let's face it. We're all in, in some way, shape or form, whether it's gambling money or taking money from friends for services mm-hmm. or paying people, there's probably a fair amount of avoiding taxes. I'm guessing there are billions and billions of dollars that are left on the table. I'm not particularly a fan, though, of the IRS kind of going in with the microscope on Venmo transactions when right. most people are using that to pay, you know, for, for food and things along those lines. Babysitters, right? What babysitters? Right. I guess a babysitter, if you're a babysitter and you've made a couple thousand dollars on Venmo, do you have to report that or is it just if you've been paid $600 or In a more? chunk. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, so then there's there's always ways to get around things. I had, um, do you ever bet the horses? Uh, <laughs> I, I did when I went out to, it, it was a Fairmont, right? Yeah. Yeah, I did. A couple of years ago, it's been the last time but, I was there. So if yeah. you go, and I bring it up because I like to do what, are called exotic bets. So tri- um, trifecta is ex- exact. So yes. trifecta would be the, the horse finishes one, two, three, superfecta one, two, three, four, exacta one, two. So I had a, and I don't know why I didn't think about this, but I had somebody tell me years ago, I think it was even a clerk at Churchill Downs that said, um, what you should do when I was betting a particular trifecta is don't do the, you know, Break it up into 50-cent trifectas, in other words. So if you do a 50-cent, they, they allow that a lot of tracks. That way you'll have, if you're going to do a $4 oh. or a $6, do a 50-cent, break it down into multiple tickets, because then if you cash the ticket, let's say it pays $1,100 for the 50-cent. If it pays twenty, up. you know, 2200 for the dollar trifecta, well, then you're going to get hit with the taxes. But you don't have to do that. So look, there's, there's all, always people know around. how to game the system. That's why I think a consumption tax is better. I learned this. This is That's why I have a big grin on my face right now because I learned about the trifecta from Mike Shannon at Mike Shannon's restaurant. Oh, I was yeah. sitting down with Mike Shannon. He had yeah. a wet he had a wedge <laughs> salad and he was just going away on his wedge salad and he's like you know what I'm going to tell you something right now that trifecta and I learned that all from Mike Shannon. Oh, well, that's awesome. Mike <laughs> loved that the horses. Awesome. I, I will tell you there was 
Love that. Barely a time when I was in the booth up there when yeah. he was working with John Rooney that we didn't at least in some way, shape, or form talk yes. about horse racing. I learned all about that at Mike Shan as we had the restaurant, and I was like, that was the best experience ever. Remember it till this day. <laughs> it, it's sad because Fairmont could have been, you know, it's just not the greatest track, and obviously right. now you have some options with, um, with mm-hmm. the casino gaming. I think they finally, you know, pushed a little of that through, and you have the sports wagering in Illinois, but uh, I still think this is the weirdest thing. Maybe we don't have it anymore, but for decades, for literally decades, we had a horse racing commission in Missouri. Huh? Because I didn't know that. way back in the day, I think they had approved. I could be getting some of this wrong, but there was some sort of approval for paramutual betting. They set up a commission, but they never implemented anything. Huh? In, interesting. In yeah, interesting. You, if you would know, you are the you are the gambler. Well, and I'm I'm actually I'm fine with with having particular location. I think you spread this out too much. Fairmont might be a good example because it just can't survive. You know, the yeah. sport has kind of died, unfortunately. So you have fewer tracks, and even Arlington Park in Chicago, which was a, right. a majestic racetrack after the old wood grandstands burned down in the late 1980s. Most people think that that was on purpose, but <laughs> Arlington Park is a majestic track. It's just so beautiful, and they're going to tear the whole thing down, and that's probably mm. where they're going to build the next um, stadium for the Bears because oh. The, oh, the owners of wow. the Bears bought all that property out there in Arlington Heights, which is in the suburbs of Chicago, and they're probably, that's not final yet, but that's probably where they're going to put you know put a new stadium, which is interesting. Uh, wow. Hayes, I'm glad that you shared the stories from Thanksgiving. Yes. And yeah, it's the last day of November, so that kind of kicks us into gear for the holidays, right? Also, one more thing. Uh, Rob checked in online. Great trout fishing in Branson. It is. Some well, of the best. Yeah, there's good bass Ooh, fishing good down there on Table Rock as well. So there, we, we've we've given some love to our friends in Branson. And yes. I've even said the word a couple of times this afternoon. Baby steps. 445 <laughs> on St. Louis's home for conservative talk. All right, it's uh, 451. I was just texting a couple of people. I have no plans for the next three minutes of the show, Sue, because I have not been paying attention to my job. But I'm going to say this because, you know, the team puts um, I send the team audio, Abby and Fred, you know, that I want for the show. Fred pulls a bunch of stuff that he thinks that I should have. And, and this is one of them. And you know how much I love Senator John Kennedy from Louisiana. Oh, right? yes. He's great. He's featured in some of the show opens. I hope to get him featured in some more. Uh, of course, without compensation, we're just going to use Senator Kennedy's brilliance in his sound bites. So I haven't even heard this yet, but I'm just going to have to put faith in the fact that it's John Kennedy and there's something epic here. You think I'm going to roll the dice appropriately? Eh, I think it's fair. Go All ahead. Right, let's see what happens here. This is on Joe Biden's energy policy. I used to have a, a, a beagle named Roger, and Roger was a rascal. About every two weeks, Roger would run off. He'd always come back, but about half the time, he'd come back dragging roadkill that he would hide under my back porch. President Biden's energy policy looks like something Roger used to keep under my back porch. See, he does not disappoint. He just simply, I, I just had confidence. Sometimes you could just have confidence in that soundbite is going to uh, is going to pay off. All right, well, we'll get into a couple of things here as we turn the clock into the next hour. Ilya Shapiro, who is now with the Manhattan Institute, some interesting Supreme Court cases that are being heard right now. And these are cases where the decisions will come out, you know, next, next year, really next June at the end of the term. Phil Holloway will be with us. We'll talk about a bunch of things, including the Georgia Senate runoff and the latest on the Idaho murders as well. Now, people are talking about the economy and whether or not we're in a uh, recession. There are 
some folks that say, hey, we're not there yet and the GDP numbers were up a little bit. But look, there is a new private sector jobs report and it's not very good right now. Companies added just 127,000 positions for the month of November. Now, that's a big reduction from October and well below the estimate of 190,000. You have to think about this in terms of the holidays, too, because these are um, leisure and hospitality jobs, you know, seasonal jobs right now. And a lot of that is people picking up second jobs, right? So yeah. there, there are, look, the waitresses and bartenders, the service industry, that does not keep the economy going, but they're also, you know, busting their butts. And that's kind of a fallback position for people who get laid off. And when it comes to the, uh, the layoff, and people, by the way, the people who are following this, I'm not an economist, nor do I play one on the radio, but these numbers are quite stark for the economists following that because they're disastrous. And then you have a list, and I was going through some of this this morning. The Wall Street Journal has a list of all these companies. Now, okay, to a certain extent, you have to realize these are big companies, so the percentage of employees is important as well. But you start looking at H&M, which is a clothing store, 1,500 positions, DoorDash, about 1,200 positions, AMC, the movie company, about 200 employees. Um, Amazon is slashing about 10,000 jobs. Now, again, they have they have a ton of workers. Meta, 11,000 workers. Twitter's laying off 3,700 oh, people. Of course, Elon Musk might, might fire everyone else, too. HP, 4,000 to 6,000 positions. Disney is slashing jobs. Um, Lyft. So the Microsoft, the list goes on and on. Peloton. So these are all people that are kind of gearing up and bracing themselves for for next year. And, you know, I don't know where the GDP numbers are going to be for the fourth quarter. If they're down, then we're back talking about a recession. But it I guess you can say this. It's probably going to be a different type of recession. What it's do you not mean? Be, well, it's not going to be as devastating as 2008. I mean, that was a huge slide. Not only job losses, the housing market plunged, all these things that affected a lot of different people. So hopefully this will be a little different. Look, there's a lot of demand for jobs as well. Even though there's a lot of layoffs, still demand for some jobs. It's just whether or not the skills meet the, uh, the workforce demands. 455 on St. Louis's home for conservative talk. Get more at 971talk.com. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.